Much like the titular hero of Gogeta, we are back for more. I'm back again. That was Chewy um, saying hi from the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Jeez. That's, that's right. awful, my T Rex. So I want to talk about Shin Gogeta, and then we'll talk about the 2014 Godzilla. Um, like we said in the in the main episode, so much of this is very similar to um, to the original, but it's a it's a different time in Japanese history. the The Fukushima nuclear plant had just melted down, um, and that huge disaster had occurred. And one of the big criticisms from the people of Japan was that the government mm-hmm. had moved so slow that they um, stopped. Um, they pre- they they could have prevented a lot more damage, a lot more people dying, a lot more disaster had they moved faster. And this movie so like poignantly illustrates the frustration of bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Um, in general and government in general they're like oh this huge creature has come out of the ocean well let's have a meeting and let's have another meeting <laughs> after this meeting and like secret meetings and like yeah. people who and, you don't know what side they're on <laughs> and people who aren't actually experts in it but they're being told something by an expert that's not allowed to speak in the room and but then they decide they don't want to say that because it impacts you know their political standing or whatever um you know and it's very very cleverly done um yeah and like i don't i don't have a ton of experience with japanese culture or people or even films beyond godzilla honestly but i from these two samplings and okay i know there's there's more in the godzilla um Godzilla verse that mm-hmm. are not not as good, but I mean, if this is the only if these were the only two to sample, I mean, they are so sophisticated. Yes, and at, at talking about uh, contemporary themes and topics in smart, smart ways in different contexts, mm-hmm. and so you're therefore able to examine like how you personally feel about something. That affects everybody in your society and your culture yep. while you're, you know, going to a monster film. It's just so yeah. well done, both of them. The, the first one, the 1954 guy, it was nuclear war. It was war in general. And this time the commentary is about bureaucracy and government. Like you said, it's really just super, super sophisticated. And the film itself is very very well made very well done well written it was directed well it was it was um it's the word uh i want to say sensitive it's not sensitive it was just done with the right touch it yeah had it, the it, right it, touch from and from the y- actor y- and it has these really heady themes like democracy versus decision right and and the question of hey we're a democracy, but that hangs against the balance of yeah but we have to get things done and we have to do it quickly and I think that's something people in the U.S. can totally relate to, sure um, you know and there's also this like anti United States thing floating around here of Which like I have you- no idea why that would be hanging in the balance 
1998. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also like when the U.S. Um, you know, made a treaty post World War II, they are in control of how much uh, military Japan has. Um, I remember back in the 2000s, they asked for an aircraft carrier, and President Bush said, "No, you can't have one." Like, so there's there is this resentment that I think is is very much there. This dependency that has been built. Uh, that the United States has constructed. And I think that this does an interesting job of of putting that in there. And like the fact that we're talking about this in a in a, a movie about a giant lizard monster. Crazy. It's just crazy. And so cool. And I guess I on some level I must have known that that this was something that was floating around, but I'd never seen these films. And so I'm so glad that I watched them. My one ding against this film is the american accents <laughs> when 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 the Jap, the when the woman who's supposedly like raised in america but she's japanese or half japanese speaks english and she's supposed to sound like a native i'm like girl <laughs> you do not sound like someone who who lived in america um for very long you're you're not that her English is incomprehensible. It's great, but her accent is just like it would be like me trying to come off as being Japanese. Or like, you know, you, uh, you just spoke Japanese at the end. But of the if a person heard my Japanese, they who was a Japanese person, they would immediately go, Yep, that's a guy gene. That's that's a foreigner. We can so they, tell they wouldn't think that just by looking at you. No, <laughs> no, obviously. Um I totally blended in when I lived there. No one noticed. Um, the other thing I will say for this movie is that I liked the design of Gogeta. Ooh, yeah, I thought that it was I thought it was clever. Um, they have him like evolving and adapting very rapidly, yeah. and he's really gross and freaky looking. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, some smart design. Yeah, it's very smart design. It calls back to the original just enough, but it's its own thing. And I thought that was so good um, and uh, so well done. Um, yeah, really good movie. Almost, I would put it right next to the 54 in terms of, of just interesting and just worthwhile um, to watch. Um, but let's go yeah, back. That to... would probably surprise me the most. I would agree, uh, mainly because with Fifty Four, I kind of knew it was going to be serious, uh -huh. but with but with Sheen, I was like, I I really don't know because I've seen like the Power Rangers Godzilla movies <laughs> where they're calling them <laughs> down from space or whatever. <laughs> so I really don't know what I'm going to get here. Um, uh, but let's talk about 2014 Godzilla. Um. And I'll tell you my number one gripe against this movie. Okay. It's this. Brian Cranston is an amazing, amazing actor. Yes, he is. And he gives an amazing performance in this movie. He does some great work. They killed that man way too early in this film. It's not that I minded that he died. <laughs> but when he died, it took all the wind out of the human dynamics of this film. Well, and Juliette Minoche as well. 
Yes. And the two the two of them together, the whole movie like saturated their amazing actorness mm-hmm. and um their chemistry of seconds and it powered yes. literally the rest of the film. Right. Which so, is not so. They're right. Great. And they were great together. They were great together. Her death I understood to some extent propelled his obsession. And mm-hmm. so as from a character point of view, that that didn't bother me quite as much. But when you have him and his son together, that's a great dynamic. That's a, yeah. a fascinating human sure. point to go to because you have the believer and the doubter and you have the, the scientist and the soldier. You have this like beautiful, wonderful point counterpoint between the two of them. And your whole movie could have gone on with the two of them going back and forth and maybe dad sacrifices himself in the end or something like that. Like that would have been awesome. But what they did instead was they took the heart of the movie and they killed it. They'd already killed half of it in the, you know, the beginning, but they went off and they killed the other half. And I'm sorry, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, you by yourself. He just wasn't enough. Can I, can we talk about Aaron Taylor Johnson? Yes, that was that was my he was the biggest beef I had with the film because he was a blank. Yes, this. okay. so here's the thing. I like Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, I cannot tell you why. And like, I've been trying to figure it out. (laughs) So I had I had a, a teacher one time tell me you could only tell one lie at a time on the stage. So if you're trying to hide who you are on the stage, your, your performance is not going to be great. It's going to be muddled. And so I'm sitting there going either he's a really bad actor, right? Or he's not a truthful person or he's not a truthful or he's not a good person or he's not a truthful wait. I'm confused myself. Anyway, uh, it's it's wow. So I feel like you're really attacking him right now. So that's delightful. Nah. Aaron, if you're listening to this, I'm making no judgments about you as a person. Listen, Aaron, <laughs> this is an invitation. This is an opportunity for growth. I did say that I like you. <laughs> I also said I, I don't know why. Please tell me why. Yeah. Um, and like it's there's just something there's there's some kind of explanation that we're never given right performances. Like, are you a good person? What kind of person are you? And like people, people can play people, horrible people can play good people. Right. And good people can play horrible people really well uh, either way, as long as they're honest, but I can't get a sense of who he is. And so that makes me wonder what kind of person he is and also what kind of actor he is there. I said it better. Thanks. Okay. (laughs) Well, and there's also, there's an actor, there are actors out there who can play against a green screen, CGI, uh, completely imaginary force of evil, or maybe not even in Kojita's case, just a force of nature. Um, But, and then there are actors who just can't do that, who can't, they they can't pretend enough. And maybe that's touching on what you're talking about. Because here he is, he's playing a soldier. He's playing a father, he's playing a son, he's playing a husband, and he's playing, uh, you know, he's got all these layers against the backdrop of giant monster creatures must, duking it out it around must, me. It must be it's because he was married to his sister. <laughs> yeah. 
bless them. <laughs> They're never going to live that one down. Incestuousness. Yeah. <laughs> that's caused this middle performance here. <laughs> We're referring, of course, to the fact that Elizabeth Olsen, who plays his wife, in him in Godzilla, was his sister in Age of Ultron. Yes. Before he died. <laughs> yeah. And that which turned her into. Maybe that's why they killed him so, in Age of Ultron. They're just like, we can't deal with this this angle here. We've seen Godzilla. Well, a lot of people criticized yeah, that. And I did. was like, he wasn't on the screen enough for me to criticize. Yeah, I mean, but who cares? putting all the pieces together, seeing him in other yeah. things too, it's like, oh, like I don't get him. Why don't I get him? I don't get it. So I, I really think if they kept Brian Cranston on screen for the bulk of the movie... It would have played so much better. So that's my number one gripe. Um, it's the most skillfully crafted, probably, in the technical sense. Uh... In, in, in the sense of, like, they had the most money to play with. They had the most visual effects artists. They had So they had the toys that Japan just never had, right? And and I'll go so far as to say I think it's fairly competently directed. I do think that it was frustrating visually um, that they would cut away from the action in really annoying ways. For example, there's a part where the two monsters are about to duke it out in Hawaii, and they cut to... Um, the main character's son in California watching it on television. And so instead of watching them duke it out directly, you're watching a child watch them duke it out on a television. And you're not even really getting to see it. And I felt like that was um, a gimmick and not a particularly effective one. Mm. Um, so things like that I found frustrating. I did like that they did choose to hide Gogeta for a lot of it. Oh, yeah, Not, I wrote that down too. Um, I thought that was smart because you know that they could, like that they obviously, because you see the rest of the movie, you know they can show him the whole time, like visually, financially, CGI-wise, they obviously can do it, but they wisely conceal him. Um, and so I liked that, but... I didn't feel like they quite got the balance right. Um, but I like the tone of it, that it was it was serious. It didn't have the message, though, that Shin yeah. Gogeta and the 54 Gogeta have. Right. Um, and because it doesn't have that, it doesn't really quite hit home as much. And it's not scary. It's at times a little bit... I'll grant it, it was creepy. Like the, the nuclear-sucking creatures... Those guys were creepy, and you know there were some shots of Gogeta that are like awe-inspiring. Yeah, I but agree. not scary. Right. Um, like and Godzilla I think is scary. Right, and I think that that's because that human element was not really tapped into very effectively. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So True. there you go. So can we can we spend just a couple minutes talking about the rest of the franchise? There are a jillion of these things. Um, yeah. I, I sat and watched Son, Son of Godzilla with my mom. It's not the only Godzilla 
other Godzilla film I've seen, but that one in particular was really funny to me and has a very nice effective use of music in it because the kid has a theme. So like there's little Godzilla. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's something. It's something. It's it's something. <laughs> it's be- beach blanket Godzilla. Beach blanket son of Godzilla. But the people are like in a beach movie with like one of those Elvis <laughs> beach movies. I'm doing a really good commercial. You know, I have watched a lot of them too. My friend Dan growing up. He and his parents were really big into Gogeta. And so I saw a bunch of them. Um, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and Mothra. All of Mothra. Um, you know, and they always have these human characters that are around doing stuff. And the one that I'll remember <laughs> for as long as I live, it has never left me, and I don't know why it's there is there are these people and they're trying to investigate what's going on or whatever. And they sneak up behind a guy and uh, one of them, he puts something in the guy's back and he's like, you, you need to tell us what you know. And the guy faints just like, boom, faints. And the guy's <laughs> like, and the, and the woman who's with him is like, what are you doing? And he's like, it was just a corn cob. And it was like <laughs> a, a corn cob. That had been wrapped in aluminum foil that he had for like a snack or something. So it was like bizarre. And there's also, um, and this is something I showed Katrina. I sent it to her. They, in Japan, they hated the 98 Godzilla so much <laughs> that they put him in a movie for what, 30 seconds maybe? Um, just so regular Godzilla could blow him away and murder him <laughs> i applaud you you know and, you. And, and yeah truly i mean it's like <laughs> I, I i can do nothing but solidly agree with that <laughs> um, so most of the ones that i saw were funny campy you know yeah. duke it out creature features um and we're kind of going in that direction in the modern ones in the u.s we've had godzilla versus kong um, that's true Godzilla king of the monsters where I don't even remember how many he fought in that one but it was like you know so it's becoming this like smash them up thing and I I remember watching the Godzilla versus Kong and they're fighting in a city and like they're smashing things up like crazy you want to hear something and, weird sorry mm-hmm. you didn't finish, finish your well, thought, uh, well and there's no I, I can't remember any human shots in those scenes where, for example, Godzilla falls back into a skyscraper. Where are the people inside the skyscraper screaming as this giant creature falls into them and kills thousands of them, right? <laughs> like, there, there's, there's a complete disconnect to the fact that millions of people are dying because these things are running around and it's just like they must fight you know yeah (laughs) so godzilla versus kong was totally playing on the tv attached to my elliptical at the gym today Ah. (laughs) i'm like did i even see this one before i'm not sure i did i really don't know but i was like why is 11 
in Godzilla. <laughs> Talk about Millie Bobby Brown, y'all. And that's not even the first time she was in Yeah, Godzilla. right. I had to go look it up. And I was like, yeah. if I miss these? Yeah, you have. I think that was a conscious choice. I'm just saying. I, I, I think that was a wise conscious choice. <clears throat> yeah. Because, you know, like, do we, do, you were saying, like, smash them up, duke it out. Like, do we need another duke it up, smash it out? We really like, don't. Do, we have so many, we have so many ways to duke it out, smash it up. Do we need that? No, we need we need a Godzilla. We need a we need a monster with a message. <laughs> we need we need it like tied to your heartstrings based on your. We need Godzilla to wear a mask so he doesn't spread COVID. In your society, this is what, you need Godzilla in a mask. Yeah, so he doesn't spread COVID around with his breath. That would have been <laughs> that would have been super. How many timely. people get COVID from his fire from yeah. his fire? stream oh <laughs> uh, yeah if only gogeta had been there <laughs> to help us all understand how important wearing a mask was <laughs> and then to, to like re- resolve the plot we could have <laughs> immunized him right like they could have given him a shot and like the whole time he's fighting to not get the shot this big old then, moderna needle yes and then finally, a giant moderna needle in a helicopter, swoops in <laughs> and gets him in the arm. See, why aren't we writing for some major studio, Richard? I tell you, right there. That, that, but that one's People too late. We've missed our, we've missed our window on that. Again, one. The <laughs> pandemic is is pretty much over now. So we gotta, we gotta find the new thing, the new topic. Godzilla versus Instagram, where he stops using filters <laughs> and he oh, just lets people see him who he, how he really is. Oh, that was low blow, man. <laughs> People in their social media. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll brainstorm on how to make these uh, monster movies more effective, and then pitch them to legendary films, so we can finally start getting this uh, podcast to make us some money. Just just remember the message, Richard. Oh yeah, money. I mean message. Sorry, I got. Blech. <laughs> <laughs>